This is a show about financial planning with a particular focus on the issues facing those close to or living in retirement. Each week, our host, Dan Wendell, will share his expertise in retirement planning in a fun and down-to-earth format. Now, let's begin another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio show. I'm Dan Wendell, owner of the Dolphin Financial Group, and today we're going to be talking about a topic not near and dear to my heart, but one that I've known a lot about over the years, and that is annuities. Oh, the A word. I'm going to bring in my co-host shortly because he's going to have probably something to say about this, but um, we're going to reference a recent report that came out that talks about how annuity sales are out of this world. The the off the charts sale of annuities, and we're going to talk about why. Why are people buying annuities? Um, hmm. Tony, here he is. Tony Shore. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Tony, does, doesn't this scare you, this thought of uh, just annuity sales going off the charts? This is... um, I mean, all financial uh, investments scare me a little bit. <laughs> right? Because ooh, of... ooh. I, I have music for it. And whenever we say annuity, we're going to do this. <laughs> no, no. Um, I, I, we've done shows in the past on annuities. Uh, I'll put that up here if anyone wants this show, uh, in, some interest in it, but I want to talk specifically about some of the stats that came out recently right. about annuity sales. And I'm referencing a LIMRA study, LIMRA, another record breaking quarter for us retail annuity sales. And here's the link to those that are on YouTube that can watch this came out October 27th of 2022. I want to go through a couple of stats and then talk about why exactly. Um, but before I do, do you have any idea what LIMRA stands for, Tony? Yeah, L-I-M-R-A. Obviously, that stands for uh, liquid I must really acquire. No, liquid I must really acquire. <laughs> licorice is my <laughs> licorice is my real addiction. Letting idiotic minds run amok. Is that what I'm doing right now? <laughs> oh, that's a Limra. Uh, we we could change the show name to Limra in that case. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have no idea what Limra stands for, but it's a trade organization that kind of is involved with uh, financial services and insurance. So they do a lot of research. So yeah. I think I looked at, I looked at their site and uh, they talk about what they do and it's pages and pages of about Limra and nowhere in there that I could find, did they actually ever state what Limra stands for? But the best I could come up with based on what they said uh, is uh, life insurance uh, market research association. Uh, association or something like that yeah. it's it's market okay. or management research association for life insurance okay well annuities aren't life insurance but they are insurance products well maybe and the, the a does is, stand for annuities what is going on right <laughs> liquid would you say liquid i must really acquire <laughs> that's good um so he's just talking about some water okay so in oh, the third quarter, sure. third quarter of 2022, total annuity sales, $79.6 billion, which was a 27% jump from the prior year. 
Yeah, mic drop. Annuity sales up. Let's dig in. Total fixed rate deferred annuity sales were 159% higher than third quarter of 2021. And this is the best sales quarter for fixed rate deferred annuities ever recorded. I wrote that twice because that's it's big. Ever recorded, ever recorded. Um, wow. So let's think about that. Um, what is a fixed rate deferred annuity? Um, <laughs> do you know? I do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do it, because of you. It, let's break it down. Fixed rate. So you know what you're going to get. It's a fixed rate. Deferred, meaning for a certain number of years. And right. you don't pay taxes on it because it's tax deferred on an annuity. That's the way annuities work. So a fixed rate deferred annuity well, might do, wait, be something. Wait, you do pay. You said you don't pay taxes on it. You do pay taxes on it just later. You don't deferred. pay taxes. Yes. You don't yes. pay taxes. The taxes until, are deferred. Yes. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> some people. Yeah, right. No, you pay literally. taxes. IRS loves, <laughs> loves annuity sales, right? Because they yeah. can make their money later, though. Um, After it's kind of like an IRA. Um, yeah. In a way, but you don't pay tax on your original principal. You only pay tax on the gain. So, but the fixed rate. So we did a show on MIGAs. Remember those? Did we do a show on MIGAs? I think we did a show on MIGAs. Multi-year um, guarantee annuities. That's I what we're know. talking about here. Give me sure. a fixed 5% for four years, right? Like a CD in a way, CD-like, yeah. right? So those are out of control, 159% higher than a year ago. It's huge. All right. Limra is projecting that those same fixed rate deferred annuities will go $100 billion by the end of 2022, wow. which would exceed the previous high of $80 billion back in 2002. So we haven't seen fixed rate sales this high since 2002, 20 years ago, Tony. Yeah. What is going on? Let's talk about fixed indexed annuities. These are different. These are yeah. also fixed, meaning... Your principal is protected, but what you get on the upside is unknown. It's tied to an index. It's indexed. Yeah. Right. Third quarter. Like the S&P 500. So right. if the S&P yes. goes up, then you make a percentage of that gain. If, right. it goes, if it goes down, you keep your principal. You never lose principal. Right. And there's limits on the upside, but there's also a downside floor of zero. So you can't lose money uh, principal right. due to the market risk. You can only gain up to a certain amount. So these are also becoming more popular, 25% increase from the prior year. Wow. And the previous record was in 2019. So fixed deferred, fixed rate, and fixed indexed are up. Let's switch over to variable annuities. Variable annuity sales are down. So not all annuity sales are going crazy. Some are going down. Third quarter, variable annuity sales fell 37%. This is the lowest quarter since the third quarter of 1995. Mm -hmm. President Clinton, Clinton, right? Yep. 95. Yep. So variable annuities have been getting crushed, yet overall annuities are up big. So this even pr proves even more that fixed rate annuities are out of line. They're really, really high. Yeah. So this begs the question, Tony, why? I know why. Why? But you tell me, tell me tell why. Me. Okay. I'll tell you why. Uh, there's a number of reasons, but the main reasons are 
because of market volatility that we've seen, uh, 2000, 2008, 2020, because of market volatility, people are less likely to want to keep all of their money at risk. That's one reason. Uh, the second, and I believe the main reason is, and that ties into people, there's a larger aged population, and it's usually people entering or just before retirement who are looking at annuities or want to keep their money safer. That's a factor, but small. The big factor, I think, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, I'm guessing, and this is based on what I've learned from you over the years and what I've seen talking to you and other advisors is they have improved these products greatly and made a lot of changes over the years to annuities. Um, the, the current MIGA isn't like any MIGA. I would never have even considered putting any money in a MIGA until just this year. And now even I'm considering it because for my, my wife and I, uh, it's based on any everybody's individual situation is different. But the only reason I would even consider annuity is just uh, looking at this, looking at CDs and the terms, you can get a short term, which I a two years to me at my stage in life is short term. You can get a two year MIGA that pays way more than any CD at a bank. And yet there's no risk uh, on the upside. Your principal's protected, protected and you get a guaranteed rate. So that's why I, and I, there's, and the, and the interest rates are great because interest rates have risen, obviously, but CD interest rates haven't risen very fast. Uh, and insurance companies need more money flowing through. Uh, variable annuities were going down. So they've improved fixed index annuities. They see what's needed out there. And so they can get cash flowing through their company. They have made these offerings better. How close am I? I'm going to do this. Just step away. <laughs> I'm going to step away. Keep going. No, no, you're right. You you hit it. You hit it nail on the head, Tony. I got a little, I got a, I got a sound for you, I think. Let me see if I got oh. that. <laughs> That's the service bell. No. Ding. You got it ding, right. ding, ding, okay. ding. Yeah. First point you made, market declines and volatility. So yeah. um, people want safety. People looking for safety. They want principal protection. And that's what. But yet they want to make something. They want to make something, right? So CD, it used to be CDs were the go-to. CDs for or that. just putting money in the bank. And I have a feeling money in the bank is very popular right now too. So, but while the money's sitting in the bank and they might not be making anything in the bank or the money market, they're right. looking at the fixed deferred annuities and saying, oh, I can get 4% or 5% while I wait. Um, yeah. Show me more. Tell me more about that. Because yeah. the bank, you're right. The bank is offering a CD at a certain rate yeah. and hey, this is double that. What's going on? Very mm -hmm. much uh, a, a higher level of interest to do something with cash and avoid the volatile markets. So you're right. right. I think that's the number one reason why things are going up because 2022, we've had such a terrible year in the stock market. Generally oh, it's speaking, been terrible. And yeah. the bond market. If you look at the chart of the bond market. And precious metals. Bonds used to be, right, bonds used to be the safe haven, right? Yep. I'm going to put my money in bonds. We did a show on this and how yeah. bonds may not be the way they should be. And we did that at the, before this crash. And so it was kind of uh, 
you know, Nostradamus in a way, but really it's just um, fixed annuities can be seen as an alternative to bonds. And yeah. I think people are, are seeing that and are saying, well, why, yeah, why take this volatility when I don't have to now to get the upside, you need to stay in the market for a lot of people. But I think this, this volatility just gets people upset and you're right. More and more people are getting older in retirement and they want to pull back on the volatility. So I think that's what they want. They want that principal protection that the annuities Agreed. offer. Um, your other point about CDs versus fixed annuity rates, um, interest rates are going up, especially in the past few months or the middle of 2022 and up. Fed is raising interest rates, which trickles down to the banks raising rates, which the insurance companies are trying to stay competitive. So they're raising rates. It's usually the case that a CD rate is going to be lower than an annuity rate because it's at a bank versus insurance company and there's less liquidity with an annuity. So you have to be careful with these. Which, oh, yeah. You know, I see a lot of money going in there. I'm hoping everyone understands the pros and cons of these. Mm-hmm. Um I'm guessing that yeah, there do. are pros and cons to every investment, including right. annu- including annuities, even fixed index annuities. Right. But a year ago, in October 27th, when this study came out um, in 2021, you'd be happy to get 2% on a fixed annuity for, mm-hmm. say, three years. But now you're like, hey, can I get five for three years? And so- right. And they're saying, yeah, you might be able to get five. You're getting closer to five on a fixed rate, which is crazy high. So rate, relatively speaking, right? Relatively speaking to where we were just a year ago or even six months ago. Yeah. So the rates are going up and that's why these are becoming more popular. Sure. Um, now, one of the main reasons people buy annuities or they should is for income. That's, that's you know, what people buy annuities for. And so we have seen the income annuities. These are known as SPIAs, single premium immediate annuities. You give the insurance company your money, they give you a monthly income back or yearly income back yeah. for life or joint And you can do whatever. that with any annuity. You can have yep. the income yep. feature added and there may be <laughs> extra fees. But again, that's what people use them for. Like you're pointing out here, I think people use them for taking that lump sum that they've saved up for retirement and turning it into a regular income because mm-hmm. that's something people don't typically normally know how to do to create a, a steady income that they know will last. So they know right. this much will be that I'll get this much every month to pay my bills with and they right, in retirement. They- they're protecting against longevity risk. I don't want to outlive my money. So that's always sure. an issue. And especially in market volatility, market volatility, people get even more scared about running out of money because they yeah. see, oh, my, my portfolio is down 20% and I was planning to retire this year. Now I'm going to wait. Uh, I wish I had an annuity. Another thought about this, Tony, for um, why income would increase a uh, fixed rate annuity. You know, the old 4% rule, you know, you, you, whatever you invest, you take 4% out and you won't run out, you know, over time. Um, and then it got lowered to 3%, 2.8 or something um, as volatility creeps up. I think what people are seeing is, hey, I could put money and I can get 4 or 5%. I could just live off that interest. And so they're like, why risk the bond market volatility that killed me this year or why risk the stock market and dividends when I can get a guarantee from an insurance company that they're going to give me a 
four or 5% interest. Well, you know, why don't I just take that and live off of that? So I think that's also driving. So people are using these fixed rate annuities for income as well, which usually it's just put the money aside and don't touch it. But a lot of times they're now using it for income because it's a set rate and people are familiar with that and they're comfortable with a set rate, right? If I put my principal in and I just take the interest, my principal's still there, no risk. I'm living off the interest. I'm happy with it. Uh, when, when you're getting one and a half percent interest, that's tough to do. But when you're getting four or five, all of a sudden you can see how that works. So yeah, I think you were right across the board, Tony, you hit them all. Wow. Wow. Well, yeah. And I know one that you didn't focus on, but I, I do think that a big part of it is they have improved these vehicles. Like they've they, improved the features right. over. I mean, this is a longer period. You're talking about the immediate I- increase, but I think there's been an increase over a longer period of time uh, than you're mentioning here. It's been exponential the last few years because, and this year because of market volatility, as you say, but uh, you can't tell me that there were MIGAs that ever paid, you know, structured and, and some certain fixed index annuities and MIGAs are as good as uh, of a product. I mean, they've lowered used to be annuities had horrible fees and now there are little to no fees on a lot of these products. Right. Well, I'm thinking right on the fixed annuities and the fixed index annuities. Most don't have any fee but they limit you on the upside, which is why people go to the variable annuities because they has the higher upside potential. But people are wising up to the fees on these and saying, yeah, really high sec, fees. I'm paying three and a half percent fee for what I got to overcome that. So yeah. they lean to the simpler. I think they're making them cleaner, uh, simpler, although they're also advancing these index annuities with new index indices, proprietary yep. things. So they're making them complex in some ways, but you're right. They are trying to build them to better suit the needs of the clientele. They're not, yeah. the clientele aren't necessarily asking for lifetime income. Now they're asking for accumulation. They're asking for long-term care benefits. Mm-hmm. They're asking for things that um, the old annuities didn't offer, but the new annuities are offering now. And so they are becoming more popular, but generally speaking, Rates are rates. And, you know, yeah, I don't care Good what point. you're offering, what bells and whistles you offer. Yeah. If, if, if you can't get a, a 10 year treasury, if a 10 year treasury is paying one and a half percent, how are you going to get anything short term with a, a fixed annuity? Right. So and CDs are paying less than up, three. Right. And CDs are paying less than three, even the specials. Banks, now that the interest rates are higher, I saw a special, uh, you know, 20 month CD at 2.77% at a bank I bank at. Uh, or my father so, banks at, and I'm like, yeah. okay, uh, that's decent, but it's not, that's not good. You can get a MIGA for, that's a lot more than that, or you can get, you know. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, before it was, um, Hey, uh, you know, I have a mortgage, uh, at two and a half percent say, um, why would I pay that off when I can just take my money and, and get a 4% CD or, um, uh, fixed annuity. Right. Yeah. But now people are buying mortgages at 7%. So they're like, well, yeah, 4% CD or index or fixed annuity is not going to cut it. You know, so it's nope. all relative. As rates go up, these it things is go relative. up. Inflation, true. 7%, 8%. It's like, is it really that great? No, but relatively speaking, it's a lot better than it was. And I think that's what's driving this push toward it. But I yeah. really think also that I mentioned, and you mentioned it, people are getting older. I think there's a demographic shift 
So the baby boomers are getting to that point where they're divesting some of these assets away from the market and they're either spending it or they're like, well, I don't need it. I want to leave it. But rather than leave it in the market where it's at the whims of who knows what, right. um, I want that fixed rate. I like that fixed rate. And I really think that's what's driving it. And because the fixed rates are higher than what CDs are offering, they're just going with it. And less uh, push on the variable annuities. A lot of the insurance salesmen aren't pushing these variable annuities more. Even the big bank brokers, that's how they make money is through the uh, variable annuities. They're starting to see, well, you know, if I really need to do what's in the best interest of my client, maybe I lower the fee and go with something simpler. Yeah. The fees and variable, variable annuities are, I think, what have given annuities a bad rap. Because well, yeah, they have I, high because of high fees, and you can lose money in a variable annuity. Yeah, it's not your variable, right? Goes up and down. Yeah. Which, but Tony, look at the the people are voting with their feet and their dollars. Um, lowest quarterly results since 1995 on variable annuities. Yeah, yeah. Think about that. As it should be, <laughs> right? In my opinion, I mean, they have a place. Everything's got yeah. a place. But sure. I think people are starting to say, well, maybe there's a better way to make this sausage, right? And so um, you're right. But I think in general, older older population, people less tolerant of this drop. They went through it in 08. They wrote it out. People wrote it out in March of 2020. No one did anything. And I say no one. I say a majority of, of Americans didn't make changes to their financial portfolio because of COVID because it's so quick and luckily it came right back. But right. I think people are seeing this 2022 as a slow drag down and they're like, you know what? Maybe, maybe 4% is good. Yeah. You know, maybe you know, if I like, can protect my principal against can, all this I, I loss I'm this. seeing it, everywhere. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so they, they're moving toward the fixed and they're sure. saying, you know, cash is good, but it's not making anything. So I really think that's what's driving it. And you watch the market comes back these annuity sales will probably dip because it's kind of inverted sure. uh, an inverse relationship with the market volatility and, and yeah. annuity sales. But I guess right now this is a way of saying, Hey, people are scared. They're looking for safety and here we go. The annuity industry is benefiting from it. And yeah. maybe that's not such a bad thing for, especially for people that are close to retirement. Sure. And I know you, you don't just, we're not recommending across the board people, uh, buy annuities. We're no. saying if it's in your best interest and to always work with a financial services professional and advisor such as yourself, Dan, that's where you come in. It's so important because, and that's really what separates you from a lot of others is because you really don't, uh, you always do what's in your client's best interest based on you do the math, you look at their situation and then you make recommendations so they can make a wise choice that hopefully is in their best interest. Right. And my guidance to anyone thinking about buying an annuity is just beware. Um, yeah. If you're talking to someone that says the annuities are the best thing ever and, and in the market's evil, I would run away from them. If you're talking to someone yeah. that says annuities are, are the worst thing ever, they're evil and the market's the place to be, I would run away from them. You have yes. to have someone that's open to all options. If if putting some money in, in your bank account, money market and fixed and rate annuity is the best thing for you, then yeah, does it help the advisor if they're charging a fee to manage your funds? No, it doesn't. But that's not what you're paying for. You're paying for guidance 
for you. And maybe yeah. the best thing is to, to take some chips off the table and out of the market. And your advisor should be open to that, should be running the math, showing you the value, um, and not vilifying one side or the other. So, right. There we go, Tony. There's the research. Who thought we could make uh, Limra research interesting? Well, from the looks of it, maybe not many people are still listening. So maybe yeah. we didn't make it interesting. <laughs> Thanks for another show. Good show, Tony. I'll catch you next week. Thanks, everybody. Oh, you know what? Before I forget, Tony, um, my son saw the old video of him on it, and he's like, "Man, Dad, why did you put that on there? I don't. I didn't even comb my hair." So we'll, we'll, we'll skip them. We'll use their voices and we'll just use you and I. Have a good week, everybody. The topics on this show are wide ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion. Dan Mundell or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or something.